0: Welcome to my mom podcast. You're listening to the Early Childhood Journeys podcast. Where we chat with educators, community members, and advocates of early childhood alike through candid and real conversations, focusing on the person behind the practice, along with some tips and strategies as well. I'm your host, Marisa. here with, actually, I'm here with my next guest, Tina Martin, from the ADAPT shop for Southwest Human Development, the Department of Disabilities. Correct. Um, So, Tina, tell me a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get right into the good stuff of the shop.
1: Okay. Sounds good. Um, I've worked for Southwest Human Development since 1997.
0: Wow. So it's been a long
1: time. It's a fabulous organization. I love it very much, and so um, I have been in early intervention since I graduated from ASU in 95, um, serving children birth through age three primarily, and before that I worked in group homes with adults, um, helping them with their daily routines, so I've always had a, a passion for those with disabilities and serving their families in the best way possible. I came to Southwest Human Development as a direct service provider. I was an early interventionist, doing home visits and doing play groups, um, and I really enjoyed the administrative side of it. I'm one that likes contracts, paperwork, <laughs> process, procedure. And we love people like you. Kind of weird, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I really enjoy that, and I know that that matters to drive the system and the goal always in my mind is how can we make it easier for the direct service providers to just focus on attending to the child and family's needs and let that administrative piece be a support to them, but not a hindrance. So that's kind of my mission. And um, through the years, I've just kind of involved myself more in the administrative aspects um, and went into uh, supervisory roles. Management roles, and now I'm the assistant director of the Services for Children with Disabilities Department, as you said. Um, and about a year and a half ago, I graduated with my master's of public administration.
0: That's awesome! Yeah. Congratulations! Yeah, thank you. So, how long have you been the assistant director for this department, for the Department of Disabilities?
1: I would say about two and a half years or so now. What yeah. made you
0: decide to come into this position?
1: Great question. <laughs> Um, I just think that the department is going in such a wonderful... Direction and we have specifically. I oversee the Children's Developmental Center, and I'm really excited about that center. It's a blended model uh, where we have development, we have behavioral health, uh, we have the medical components of serving children in a comprehensive way. And not a lot of providers have that, so it's really exciting, it's innovative, it's best practice. So, I really wanted to sink my teeth into that and help create it in a structure and organization that could be most effective and most efficient for anyone that is serviced by us and the staff that work for us. So it was just really an interesting opportunity, and we are just making really strides,
0: a lot of strides in that department, and so it's really exciting. That is awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so tell me a little bit about the shop. How, yeah. how do parents... You know how, how can we use your services? Absolutely. How do they qualify?
1: Sure. Um, I'll just step back a, just a tiny yeah. bit. The Children's Developmental Center has some specialty services underneath it. And assistive technology is one. Okay. Um, we also have feeding. We have um, a ASD. So those children who are diagnosed at risk or on the autism spectrum disorder. Um, and we also have contracts with the state to do Early intervention and DDD, uh, Division of Developmental Disability yes. Services. Um, and so assistive technology being its specialty and within an AT program is the adapt shop, that workshop that helps fabricate anything that's needed. Um, assistive technology has really been underserved for the population, birth to five, yeah. I think, for quite a while. Um, and about finally, after I think three or so attempts of getting a grant to start an assistive technology program for young children and equipment and call it the adapt shop. Um, finally in, in 2011, we did get the award, uh, from Humana to start wow, this, awesome. um, truly Southwest human development finds gaps within the system. And this was definitely one. So finding that grant could help this to be established. We had a physical therapist that knew equipment as well as early intervention. Um, and kind of got, thrust into creating a workshop. Um, and it was definitely needed by the community. Referrals were starting to roll in hand over fist and a lot of families were like, finally, there's a place where we can get customized solutions, either commercially or custom fabricated to help these little ones, um, to sit up, right walk, um, talk, explore their environment, all kinds of things. So, um, it, it, it was an endeavor and it's a, yeah. and it's turned out to work very well. The state now actually has released an assistive technology contract in which we were awarded just oh, last year. Um, and we now are able to get um, referrals through the AZIP and DED process. So those kids eligible, the AZIP and DED can come and get their services with assistive technology
0: and i i know that uh, before we started recording i wanted to hit on for those for those of us out listening that a lot of times we associate assistive technology as maybe an ipad sure you know um tell us a little bit about some of the array of equipment that is used that is custom made for the child here.
1: Absolutely. I think that's a great place to start. Assistive technology sounds really scary. And when I was first assigned, I was like, I don't know what that is. I don't know (laughs) what to do with it. And how do I learn about it? And then I kind of, kind of normalized it with, it's just things that help you do stuff. I mean, really, it's just equipment, devices, something that helps you live in your Daily life the best way that you
0: can so one of the ways I remember um, speaking to a teacher about this was you know assistive technology Doesn't necessarily have to start with an actual iPad for example any type of electrical device. It could easily be something that I Like custom made for my pen or my pencil to help me grasp that tool exactly
1: Absolutely. And we use, what's mind-blowing is we use assistive technology every day in our own lives. So reflect upon your own life. I have long-term devices I need to see. I have contacts (laughs) and I have glasses. That'll never go away. And those are devices that help me live my life. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people who might let's say you break your leg, you have a short-term need for equipment like crutches or walkers or a scooter so that you can still function while you're healing. So if you kind of normalize it in that way, the same thing for these little kiddos. They might be born um, where, you know, their muscles aren't very strong and they need some support short-term to help them get in the right positioning, to be supported while they gain endurance, strength, tone, while they can stay engaged with their environment. little one that has... um, low muscle tone and can't keep their eyes up to engage with people, you're going to stop engaging with them. you I think yeah. there isn't really an engagement there to have. And the world passes them by. So let's get them upright. Let's get them engaged and see that there's a lot more going on there than just what their physical abilities are. And some of our kiddos will only need it short term. Um, and others might need it long term. So our goal here is to identify equipment that's a good match modify anything someone may already have and if needed design and fabricate something that doesn't exist but that kiddos unique needs um, Are identifying that it it's a must-have in order for them to move forward with their development.
0: Yeah, uh, there's many um, assistive technology equipment for young children, but not so much an array for birth to five. Correct. It's really limited it's a one size fits all. Yes. Um,
1: I will say since we started in twenty eleven, we have seen an increase in some pediatric equipment. It's still you know, they're manufactured yeah. large yeah. Mass quantities. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And so you know, it's it's the best thing. Also we've noticed some of the equipment, it's great, but it's there to keep the child safe, which is beautiful. <laughs> But it's not necessarily an active seating system or piece of equipment that helps them actually gain milestones. So there's some things out there that will lay them, strap them, protect them while they
0: eat and engage. But it's not a therapeutic tool. That's so, so important. Yes. That's, the tools here are so therapeutic. It's it, They are intentionally made. For the purpose of helping the child develop to the next milestone i want to say correct the, the best, best yes. full potential possible yes. yeah exactly. absolutely. in baby steps for yes sure. um talk to me a little bit about once a parent or a family gets referred uh, to you guys what that process is, the, sure. maybe the intake, the onboarding.
1: Absolutely. Um, so because we're part of the Arizona Early Intervention System, you know, we do the best practice model here in Arizona, of the team-based coaching method. And so we fall right into that. So if there's an IFSP team, you know, for every family, and when their therapists feel like they need a referral to assistive technology because they need problem-solving support, access to the equipment we might have here. There's some really great team members that know equipment really well but just can't get their hands on it. Mm -hmm. And there's other teams that might have a new grad that aren't comfortable with equipment yet. So whatever the gamut is, it's okay. You're just asking for an AT assessment. You're just asking to um, identify what your challenge is, what you've tried, what's worked, what hasn't, where you're kind of stuck maybe on whatever level. And the IFSP can be updated. Add assistive technology assessment onto it and we connect with the team lead that's assigned to the family right away and we do a home visit. So we start seeing the child in the natural environment, seeing what they have for resources around them and what the therapist or um, any of the team leads, vision specialists, hearing specialist, DSI that's assigned, um, they know the family best. So engage us in what's been going on, engage us with the family and together as a team, we'll start problem solving some things to get the needs met.
0: Yeah. I think it's important to note that um, it is so customized. They have a, you guys have an on site shop here. We do. Absolutely. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: Sure. So we can do services home base as well as center base. We always like to start out in the home to get the natural environment. Um, Usually when something has been identified, whether to trial, it's a commercial piece of equipment, like a walker or stander that we have here on site, it's always best to come here because then you're not limited of what we could drag in our car and bring to your home. (laughs) and we're like oh we're going to try 17 things great we'll come back you know Uh um, week after week to try a few things at a time you could come here and see what's available and we have a nice space where um, we have a bubble machine which is always very motivating for little ones to get to (laughs) while they're trying something out for the first time Um, and then it's easy to problem solve and exchange accessories and try different things Um, also if we have identified a custom piece of equipment needs to be fabricated um, the design, the trials of what might work can happen here. And we have um, a CNC, which is a computer-generated
0: working machine that cuts stuff.
1: <laughs> you can tell I, my background no, I, is I not totally in no. I
0: totally know. It, it reminds <laughs> me of like a big type of 3D type of printer, like a laser type of cutter. It's it's really neat. I have yeah. video. It's going to be posted on. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. An easy way, our shop fiber will tell me, it's kind of like a... Uh, printer and wood is the paper and we'll like create what you want on this cutout which is where we do our wood and our foam and we also have like five different 3d printers that uses different materials for things that we can print and we have a laser cutter and we have band saws and we have all this stuff in the back which is fabulous and allows us to be as effective and efficient as possible in creating something. Um, We've come a very long way of the electric turkey carvers in the (laughs) parking lot and then have to go back and forth several, several, several times. I'm not No, this is like serious. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Really, we have come a long way. And so now with the software we have, the scanners, we can be so precise and so effective with uh, our designs that, The fit doesn't need a lot of adjustments, and kiddos can actually get something fitted and go home the same day. Wow. Uh, Not wait two, three, four weeks. Um, And if you're getting something commercially, sometimes that can take three to six months to be delivered. So it's definitely a faster way to do impactful intervention.
0: And. On that, we were talking about, you know, once families get, let's say they do get that approval with through their insurance. I'm, I mean, there's a whole process of, of that. But you guys also offer a loan closet. We do. Talk to me we about do. that. Absolutely. So
1: our loan closet is open to families who are referred to us, as well as professionals that are in the field. Want um, to be really clear, we're here to help all professionals understand 18 and have access to it. We don't want to limit to just those that are referred to us or those that we serve within our own program. Um, so there's professionals out there that have 50 kids, 25 to 50 kids on their caseload in any one time. Um, if they have a place to go and understand equipment, that's just all the more that can be served from uh, being connected with us. So we're really excited about that. So professionals or families um, with the aid of our assistive technology staff, and that's one other way that we're a little bit different. We have AT specialists on site and can be assigned to caseloads and professionals, help them understand the equipment. We also need to hear from them of what new technologies are out there. We keep apprised of the state-of-the-art things, but sometimes, you know, People hear of other things and they'll come to us and say, have you heard of this new pod seat? Have you tried it? No, we haven't heard of that. What do you think? And with some grant funding, we can actually get it in and we can try it mm-hmm. with families. Um, the loan closet is super important because you can try it before you buy it. And that's kind of our yeah. motto of it. It's, it's important for insurance companies. You know, they they have to be accountable for the funding. Right. And we really need to try different things and prove that it is the right purchase for that insurance company, it is the right fit for that family and child. And with the Loan Closet, you can try it. A letter of medical necessity can be written, it can be submitted to insurance that has a little bit um, more quality to it and hopefully it will help any approvals um, that much better than just kind of guessing through catalog what might be a good match. So that's why the um, Loan Closet is so important Let's say it is approved, it's a purchase. Sometimes it takes three to six months to get it um, to the family. So our loan closet, as long as somebody else isn't biting at the bit for it, or we usually have two or three of the same items, a family can use it until theirs comes. And that is so beneficial. These little ones can't afford to wait. Their whole future depends on how fast they can move through their development. And waiting six months without a chair to adequately feed for, you know, that's for really a young good.
0: child that's they grow so quickly <laughs> correct three to six months is right. a huge growth spurt right there right. yeah absolutely.
1: absolutely yeah for sure and we some people have used our loan closet on some things like walkers when a kiddo is just on the cusp and they're thinking maybe just three months of using something that's all they'll need before we go through you know getting something through insurance right. um, or purchasing out of pocket themselves and so that's been a great
0: benefit as well yeah um one of the things, and all this information I'm gonna put it on on our show notes, the website um there's a way to support the shop. There's a shopping cart, so I'm just thinking for myself when I'm looking at around the holidays and I want to start donating mm-hmm. um for tax breaks, you know the shopping cart you guys have I think is a wonderful opportunity. Uh, if you want to guys check that out, I'm gonna post a link, but it has uh many of the common I think pieces of equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, that you can purchase online, and then that is made available to whomever Correct. Um, you know needs it, and that's and it goes towards a great cause. And it's, it's tax deductible. <laughs> it
1: is tax dollar for dollar yes, tax dollar for deductible. Dollar. That is amazing. Four hundred for a single, eight hundred yeah. for a, a couple. couple, and it comes right back to I myself donate, and I get right back dollar for dollar. It's wonderful. It's just like sharing alone for a short time and getting it back. Um, but I thank you so much for mentioning it, and thank you for offering that as an option to your
0: listeners because we are very unique. Yes, the this Southwest. is a very niche and I was asking <laughs> yeah. Tina, I'm like, is there anybody else that kind of does this? You know, this is a very niche type of service and for me, I see the necessity in my, in when I, I travel the state, I work with um, early childhood folks in the classrooms. I, I see this as a need that you know, we're finally starting to address a little yeah. more this this resource. I was excited to be able to get you here.
1: Yeah, thank you. It Southwest Human Development is a unique position where they're a large agency within the largest serving young yeah. children in Arizona. So they are able to support such a program with the grants and contracts that we hold. Um, it's expensive. We have AT, um, uh, specialist OT, PTSD. Yeah. Uh, we have a shop fabricator that's part-time. We have interns and volunteers, too, that help us out. Um, but it's an expensive program to run. It's, ex- the materials cost, the labor cost, overhead cost, um, So we're able to do it with help. And so that's why we want to continue offering opportunities for someone to give and support a good cause. It would be wonderful. And uh, thank you for sharing information.
0: For me, it's just a way to directly see how your funds, how your dollars are being used. I'll get that, you know. How is it being? It's right there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And that's what's great about the shop. You can see (laughs) before and afters, Uh which are
1: like mind-blowing. And you can also be like, this is what was purchased. There is an actual, like...
0: Yes, thing. thing that's given, yeah, made <laughs> and given and
1: supported and trained on and, and shared with families and professionals.
0: And that's just another way that the community can, can show their support. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you just, so my background, I did, I, I'm, I'm familiar with some of these um of the equipment because I worked a lot of, with uh, foster care youth okay. at a, at a crisis intervention at oh, a wow. residential facility. And so this would have been an awesome resource to know about during that time. Um, but I know that perhaps in your role, maybe not directly, you come across many, many of these families and their cases. And I don't know about you, but it's someone that's in the field. Sometimes mm-hmm. the work gets heavy. Yeah. How do you deal with that? Yeah, Cause I, because I, I come across other, um, folks in the field and, uh, it gets heavy and sometimes you want to leave the field. So for that listener, that's getting into this line of work, you know, what would you tell them?
1: Such a great question. And actually it's got to be a plug for Southwest human development. We are based on reflective based supervision. It's a way of interacting with staff and your supervisor where you never feel like you're carrying your caseload by yourself. You always have a supervisor to connect with. You have a team to bounce ideas off of. You have a supportive structure. And there's no surprise why I have stayed with the agency as long as I have because they have that support. So I would encourage um, the connection with your team members, with your supervisor to help carry the load. We're all teaming together. It's one family, one team, um, whether you're directly s- serving the family together or not. Um, and then, you know, I was... Touching base earlier about every time that door opens and a new family enters our lives, it amazing things will happen we don't even know yet. Every single one that the families has been told from the pediatrician, don't worry, just love them. There's nothing you know you can mm-hmm. do. you are gonna be in this position. It's just sad and hope is lost. And these little interventions here, low cost, simple solutions, just to tweak your mindset a little bit to think what if we added this here what if we took that there piece of foam a plastic a piece of wood um a low-tech picture board forget the iPads. just is there a routine board Mm -hmm. a, a touchstone so that a family can communicate with their kiddo and the light that happens in that kiddo's eyes when they finally have some confidence that it's not learned helplessness, that they are just left alone and there's nothing to interact with, it's its filling that gap. And that's what brings in anything that anyone can look at of just where someone's come. I think you have to reflect back of where someone has been. Yeah. Sometimes you just look at the family opened the door for you today. Mm. That's huge. You don't think that's a big deal, but that's huge. They they said, welcome to my world. And I'm it, Wanting to connect with you, just those little things. Take it as a success and run with it because it is.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I'm so I'm so excited about telling everyone about this. this I'm so excited. This you shop. Are. I know. It's pretty cool. Is there anything else that you want to add to um, inform our community? Um, anything else you want to you want to mention? Yeah, I
1: would just say um, questions interest, just call us, call me, um, just reach out. We will connect with you, answer your questions, refer you if this isn't the right fit. Um, The agency has 40 different programs. We're huge. This is one of the programs for assistive technology. We can guide the way, um, and we have lots of other resources in-house. So just reach out, connect, and kind of we like to give as much help as we possibly can to anyone that needs it. So just call us. We're we're nice people. Yes, <laughs> and yes. we'll talk to you and Absolutely. healthy families and professionals alike. So yeah, well, thank you so much, Tina, for coming on. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Hey, everybody, it's Muddy Sapp just a quick reminder we have got one more podcast episode that's gonna be released before the end of the year I'm really thinking about doing some reflections with some uh, colleagues of mine or maybe just dropping the next guest episode I don't know I don't know I haven't decided yet But we got one more before the end of the year. And then I'm taking a break. I'm going to be off with my kids for winter break, just like many of you listeners, if you're in the education sector, a classroom teacher. So I'm going to be enjoying that. Don't forget to share the podcast out. Visit the website if you want more information on how to stay connected with me at earlychildhoodjourneys.com. Thanks.